Ladies and gentlemen from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and all seasons tabletop studio, it's the undiluted truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode, the absolute absurdity of our new education system, part two. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. Hey, are you on your best behavior? You better be, especially with your children. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Undiluted Truth. I am Ben, and we have a wonderful show for you. Let's go ahead and welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing today? Hey, fantastic, but it's getting better. I and if it like got any better, I would swear the deck was stacked. Ah, uh, yes. stuck in the deck again. Yes, how about you? Right. Doing okay, Ben? I am doing wonderful. Thank you for Good. asking. Glad to hear it. We went through a, a, a couple of bumps earlier, and we made it through. Yes. And we get to do an episode of our podcast. Yes. Thank <sighs> goodness. Boy, isn't it nice to exhale? Mm-hmm. It is. Mr. Shin at the facility I was at about a year ago, the <sighs> the physical fitness guru, I'm, I'm going to call him, and I'm I, that's an endearing term. But he said you should breathe through your nose at good deep breaths. And even while you're working out, concentrate on breathing through your nose. It gives it gets more oxygen to the brain and, and gets you more clear-headed. And you know what? I wasn't sure about that, but I found out after about 10 days, I found that to be very true. Am so I, I exhale the same way or at all? Well, well uh, no. Uh, yes, exhale through the nose. But it, oh, through the nose. I'm and, and, okay. and more important to inhale through the nose. So. Okay. Anyway, welcome all of you truth seekers mm-hmm. and rock tumblers out there. Uh, it is great to have you here with us. And we are blessed and honored to have this platform to reach you. Uh, we are, yes, once again, going to discuss the absolute absurdity of our new education system. Mm. And, you know... It it just seems like it's on a, not just a decline, but I mean it is it is on a slide that is greased with yeah. with I call it uh, vegetable oil grease, uh, Crisco, whatever, <laughs> whatever causes you to slip and slide down. It, I mean it right. is going at a rapid pace, and you know w- we did tackle some tough issues on the last episode and we want to get right back into it here we are looking at this film which is a documentary pretty well done pretty stunning pretty pretty much straight in your face sort of uh, uh, topics Mm -hmm. Uh, the title of this documentary is whose children are they i think that's a serious topic i think we should ponder that as we are thinking about our own children as we sort of take off on this this episode here mm-hmm. because many of these children that we're talking about and if and if you were going to reflect just briefly on the last episode the, the children were out 
they were being taught to protest. They were right. being pro- uh, taught to chant, uh, uh, we hate ind- certain individuals uh, in, in, right. in the guise of we are anti-hate, but we chant right. hate chants. Yes. I mean, that, I mean, because that makes sense. That's the absolute absurdity of what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. And these, you know, it's not teaching children anymore as far as having them to use their brains and learn. It is yeah. teaching teaching them what you want them. You know, well, yeah, to and, and to do or how you exactly. want them to act. And and I would I would even say it just popped in my head. I won't even call it teaching. I would call it, and I think they even use the term conditioning. Yes, I mean you could you could argue that conditioning somebody is teaching them, but it's a different type of mentality. Yes, you, you know, in a way of kind of in a way of thinking it's a different um uh it's a technique I had, uh, I had something in my uh, mind well it, it's it's more like well it's not teaching you were right there it's definitely not teaching not teaching it, it's not more teaching like, good it's more it's it's more like in, instead of me teaching you uh, it's not going to be a good analogy but how about just instead a, of me teaching you multiple different things so to speak like separately i am conditioning you training you more like a marathon instead of a single workout type of if that even makes sense i am taking you and conditioning you to do this no i i I know what you're saying teaching but yeah i I don't know how to explain it well yeah if you are trying to make mold and develop people that are on your side or for you or, or to do your bidding or to be in your army right, or on okay, your team, yeah. we're going to start when you're young mm-hmm. and we are going to condition, we're going to make, mold, train, develop your mind to be the people that we want. Right, has nothing right, to do right. with you independently learning and having a mind of your own, right. we are infiltrating that mind and driving you down this lane or this road for an an end result that that we choose for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's kind of thank you. That that's more or less what I'm saying. Whereas teaching in my mind is more like I'm teaching you how to do something. It's up to you to kind of do it. You know, whatever way. Mm-hmm. you know that you see fit now let's not get into math where two plus two can equals 25 uh but you know yeah but in general teaching yeah it's it's getting you to think and do these types of things but not hey you have to do it exactly the way we want you to do here you know kind of thing in my mind right. yeah well yeah that is is a, is a very devious technique that is being used, and it's being used on the innocent. Mm-hmm. And we touched on it just a, a bit the last episode. And what I would like to do now and now is is to sort of proceed on the backside of the protesting, and they're they're getting into you. And, and the majority of these people are teachers i i'm hoping to be able to get into some of the students as we go along 
but we're going to yeah. proceed into a little further here, and then we will be taking a big step backwards and mm. see when did all of this begin? Okay. When was this large seed to deceive, develop, uh, and and to transform our children into what someone else wants them to be? Okay, very good. Right? Very good. Okay. So uh, we're going to pick this up uh, on uh, this here, sort of in, in midstream on this documentary again. This is one of the directors, one of the, uh, I think, founders of, of this movement. And we'll touch base on, on this again. Don't want to uh, keep rambling here. So, all right, put on your seatbelts. Let's, uh, let's get ready to, to go. Uh, you got everything ready over there, Ben? Absolutely. Okay, here we go. To report each other. Children being taught to report on one another, their teachers, and their parents. The kids get praised if they repeat what the teacher has said. And extra praise if they're putting someone who has spoken out into their place. It has nothing to do with teaching our children and everything to do with indoctrination. Well, Abraham Lincoln said that the philosophy taught in the schoolroom will become the philosophy uh, in politics in the next generation. And it only takes one generation of students to go down the wrong path for us to lose them. We all know this. Once they're old enough, they don't have to question the government. When they're old enough, they don't have to question anything at all. Oh, you're gonna be shut down for the rest of the year? Okay. Oh, you have to cover your face for the rest of the year because we told you so, even though you don't need to because you're perfectly healthy? Okay. So this is why everything that's happening in the school system is happening. It's all connected. There is a reason why Generation Z, these kids, are, are becoming further and further left. When I hear about teachers and the agenda to dumb down the curriculum, particularly for children of color and black children um, very specifically, um, that to me is so disturbing. The literacy rates in communities of color, particularly for black children, um, is atrocious. I've been I'm just going to pause right there for our listeners because you, you can't always tell and nor should you be able to tell, but this is a person of color speaking as a teacher. So just wanted to mention that. Asked that I should teach kids based on the color of their skin, that I should look at them as a group and that this group of students should be treated different than another. And it's just so unfair that all students have an equal opportunity to become the best person that they can be. It, it's really sad because you have to think about this. We're in a low-income community. Poverty level is sky high, and these kids really want to learn. We have these union teachers that feel that they have the right to tell an entire class of mostly Hispanic children to look at themselves in the mirror, that they are worthless. I will never allow anybody to, to ingrain that idea into my children's uh, minds because that's not what I came to this country for. The goal of, of, of education is to educate. 
Less than one third of America's school children are proficient in anything. It was clear that the idea mm. was to destroy the level of education we were getting because we were not filling the mold of, um, of having kids that were underperforming. You had minority kids that were overperforming and excelling, and that was what had to be destroyed. The very job of schools, they're failing at and that is academics. We're seeing plummeting test scores. America used to be number one across the world. That's right. And now amongst industrialized nations, we're falling to 18th in math and 13th in reading. That's unacceptable. Just look at- It, it, it absolutely is. And you might ask the question, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. How did we get from top dogs, so to speak, in education to 18th, I mean, in the, in the world. I mean, we're, we're skidding downward, mm-hmm. and, and we, we sort of uh, leaned on it a little bit here. You know, when you mentioned math, you know, when you mentioned, uh, mm. you know, uh, 4 plus 4 is 22. Yeah, yes, right, Johnny. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Your truth is your truth. That's that's good. You keep working hard at it, but here's your gold star, son. Yeah. You know, that's one way I think we've got there. But And the, the one teacher said this is all by design. Right. So, you know, it, it, I, I think when we, when we go back and, and, you know, we, we think, how in God's green earth did we get to, to where we, you know, to where we are today? Yeah. It, uh, it, it well, it's, it's I absolutely mean, stunning. You could almost say part of it, and I think maybe this is what you're um, referencing a little bit, is what is it, the, the no child left behind thing? Um, that they did, what was it, you know, back in the late 90s, was it? No uh, child That was a behind. Hillary Clinton thing, wasn't it? No Child Left Behind. So that would have been, it was it been in the I 90s. I don't, yeah, I think it was like late 90s that they yeah. enacted No Child Left Behind. Or, basically, or Bush. Everybody started getting, Bush. you know, more or less, uh, 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 you know, a participation award. Yes. You know. Yeah, everybody gets a trophy. They kept kicking people along in in public schools even if they were quote failing it's right. like you're not doing anybody any good by doing this well sure but you know that's what they did they just kept pushing them along. oh you go to the next class that's wonderful and want it yeah so i mean in my thinking i think that if it didn't start it didn't help anyway in my opinion well of course it didn't i mean what does it do when you when you're doing that to kids and and letting them leave school say 10th 11th grade uh and now they're getting ready to get out into the work workforce over over 16 now they're starting to to sort of i'm in school but i'm dipping into what real life is all about right so where is that going to to put me you know yeah uh as far as is is my education you know i'm gonna be i'm gonna be pretty poor when it comes to right what i know and i'm I mean, gonna be bankrupt i mean math is just one of them like she said but 
you know, I had heard even, what was it, back in the mid-90s, I think it was, and I for, I forget the percentage, but it was quite significant, in my opinion, of high schooler graduates that couldn't even find America on a globe. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty sad. It's not that hard to find a big country or continent, you know, but I mean, it was a significant percentage. It's like, really? How is that even possible? You can't, I mean, I could uh, maybe understand that they can't find Wisconsin, you know, or something, you know, a smaller thing like that, but right. America, you can't even find that one. How about Russia, Canada? Really? You know, how about the continent of Africa? Can you find that one on a globe? <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's like, I mean, how dumbed down do we have to get our education system to not even be able to find those things? Well, it's got to be it's got to be pretty dumbed down. Um, but uh, <laughs> and that was even back in like like I said, like the late nineties or whatever that I that I heard that. So yeah, it can only get worse from there if it wasn't already yeah going right anywhere. Well, let's uh, let's sort of get back at it here. All uh, right. I was I was wanting to I was wanting to back up a bit. Oh boy! All right. But we're well, gonna back up until glass breaks. That's yeah, what they say. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Let's uh, <laughs> let's pick it. Let's pick it back up here for a sec. Here we All go. All right. All students to achieve their highest potential here in Loudoun County, they're going to do away with the advanced diploma. Because when you look at advanced diploma stats, um, black students, uh, Hispanic students are less represented. So they'll just eliminate them. What does that do for the students that want to get an advanced diploma, regardless of their skin color, right? So you've got mm -hmm. minority students that want an advanced diploma can no longer get it. You just took the choice away from, from them and disenfranchised them, and they wanted to work hard and accomplish that goal. Mm -hmm. The district decided to no longer focus on academics as much as social-emotional learning, which is basically um, in, inserting a lot of leftist teachings. Well, they told us that at the very beginning. They told us, you know, we're, academics and school, this is not important. Parents? are not very aware of social-emotional learning or mindfulness. In some schools, they'll have mindfulness assemblies. So all of this goes together with trying to control and socially condition a child to think the way the group thinks. I believe that public schools today are starting to teach children that America is not really a good place, and they're teaching children only the negative aspects instead of the the good ones as well. One of the most interesting things I'm finding today is that because of the new approach to race, that minority scholars are not being held to the same standards as others, and people are being touted and elevated, given platforms that they don't deserve. And Nicole Hannah-Jones comes to mind. She is the New York Times journalist that really created the 1619 Project. The 1619 Project is being used to rewrite history, and some school districts are receiving funding to teach it. Okay, so pay attention. This is how they're doing it, and listen to 
and you're going to get a mixed bag. You're going to get uh, some teachers. You're going to get some uh, high-end educators as far as uh, in universities, professors, so forth. You're going to get some media. So I'm going to try to maybe go back and, and, and sort of separate a little bit after we run through this. But this, if you've not heard of, of this, this is a big deal, the 1619. And everybody, you know, most people are thinking, oh, well, that's no big deal. What's it, you know? Just listen to what this is and what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next voices you're going to hear is a, a couple of people on uh, on a local newscast here. Now, Columbia Public Schools agreed to be part of Pulitzer Center's 1619 project. Teams of teachers will get $5,000 grants to develop sample lesson plans based on the historical and journalistic materials provided by the project. Oh, let's stop. $5,000 grant mm. to teach mm-hmm. history that wasn't accurate. Mm. We will pay you to teach what we want you to teach. Oh, yeah. sure. What do you want us to teach? Give us, can, can we get more money? Well, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. okay. Next voice you're, you're going to hear is uh, an African American professor here. 1619 is, is, a, is a false document. I mean, it's just, it's pseudo-history. They make a false claim that the Revolutionary War was fought to protect slavery, and then they had to retract it. It was full of historical inaccuracies, such as uh, the founding date of our country was 1619, and people that know history, American <laughs> history, know that at that time we were a British colony that our nation has a birth date, and that birth date is 1776. It is revisionist mm-hmm. history. It is based on lies. America was not born or um, created to support slavery. In fact, we have an entire history. Mind you, white men who were not slave owners from the North who fought hard and long to end slavery. Beli- and that was an African-American woman who mm. was just speaking. Okay. Um, and and you know today she would be called names mm-hmm. because she is defending white men fighting to end slavery. Right. You know you're not supposed to say that, which is absolutely just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know it it just <laughs> it makes no sense when you take a breath and pause and think about it. Why is this? Who's behind it? Mm-hmm. You know. And this is this is running through the the main veins of our country within the school system from beginning to end. Right. You know they want to change history. Why is that? Let's continue. Littling all forms of American culture and discouraging the teaching of American history are staples of the communist goals. It doesn't fit the narrative of the political left, and because it doesn't fit the narrative that we are all victims. Those stories are not allowed to be told and heard. They need to be told and heard now by all of our children. That there is no such thing as utopian history. There is no such thing as perfect history. But if you only look at the negative of history and you don't look at the positives that come from those negatives, then you're missing the story. So when people say that if you're opposed to critical race theory, you don't want to teach history, that's a straw man argument. It is completely (laughs) ridiculous. I would say 
If you erase history, how will we learn or evolve from our mistakes? And so that requires a deep background and knowledge of history. When we can learn our best lessons by the failures or the triumphs of previous um, uh, previous generations or different civilizations. Throughout all of the changes in policy that are happening at our schools right now, it's very evident to me that the end goal is a dumbing down of our, of our students, that at the end of their high school career, they'll know much less than any of us knew when we graduated. And well, that's sort of what we just talked about, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's... You, you, you're going to come out and you're going to be absolute idiots, basically. And let's, of, of no real fault of your own. Yeah. It's, More or it's, less. It's, it's what you were taught. And yeah. I, I'm going to just take a second because I know this for a fact and this was happening and, and it could still be happening in Cuba. But what they would do is they would take kids in the classroom at first grade, let's just say first grade level, and they would put them. They would. They would ask them to put their heads down on the on the desk, mm-hmm. and pray to God that they would get candy on their desk. So they would all put their heads down, pray to God. Okay, okay, kids, lift your heads up. Oh, no candy. Mm-hmm. Okay, put your heads back down. Now I want you to pray to Castro that you would have candy. Mm-hmm. And the teachers would go around while their heads are down and put candy on the desks. They would raise their heads up. Look, so Castro is the one that provides for you, not God. And they would do this mm. from the very youngest of ages. And when you think about it, these kids are like very impressionable back then and growing up it, and well, yeah. and it, you think about it by the time you're nine or ten who's your hero well it's gonna mm-hmm. it's going to be castro or whoever else that you know could fill that mm-hmm. that realm in your life so yeah. very very striking uh when it comes to that uh but this 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 all began uh, back in 1963 when they read, believe it or not, they read some actual clips. Okay. Uh, uh, clips or, or I guess, uh, goals mm-hmm. of the Communist Party. Right. What, what they were wanting to do okay. in yeah. the American government. Hmm. And that was that was actually pretty crazy, um, because some of the goals were everything that is happening. Oh yeah, today. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, uh, I I don't know. There's just there's just so much here mm-hmm. in in this bin, uh, and to watch just. Just to watch some of the things that media reports on, they act as if, well, we're just reporting this. There's no outrage. There's just, well, this is just news. Let me just, let me just, you know, we'll play a couple of clips. It's, it's, it's so nonchalant. Mm-hmm. And when you think about the atrocities that are being perpetrated on our kids, right? It's, it's undeniable and, and it's, it's indefensible. Let's get over here. I, I get past this. <laughs> no. 
Did you? This did is you? this is the tail end of uh, the, these. These are kids that are that have actually jumped and are beating up a teacher. But oh boy. anyway, here, this is all being reported on. A teacher. I don't want my son seeing a, a police officer with a KKK hood on pointing a gun at a child's face. Parents are fuming over a sex ed course. Too graphic for young students. The principal has been segregating students by race. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. The Justice Department continues to treat parents as domestic terrorists. It was supposed to be back to the classroom today for thousands of Chicago public school teachers and staff. But some are saying no. And the Chicago Teachers Union says they shouldn't have to. Let's deny this off-key band of people. Let them die. Wow. Just public education just has gone off the die. rails. In my opinion, the union has gone from caring about children to a very different agenda. Now it's about power and money and politics and somehow the kids are getting lost in all of that. Once you get into this idea that it's really the government's job to educate children, uh, you end up in a very, very dangerous place and uh, I don't see anything good coming out of that. Public education is the largest industry in America. It's where all the money is. It's why the union is there. It's why it's so corrupt. When we look at this radical agenda, the way our children are being exploited and the way parents are getting shut out, it comes down to one fundamental question. Whose children are they? Uh, Whose children are they? Whose children are they? Whose children are they? ¿De quién son esos niños? Whose children are they? Whose children are they? Yeah. Whose children are they? Absolutely. A good question. You <laughs> should be the one that is teaching your child at home not the federal government in public schools. Plain and simple. Whose children are they? Own these kids, and they know best how to bring them up. The Western tradition, especially in America, parents are the real parents of children, of their children. They are the ones teach their children the value but the school is taking over that role at the. Yeah, that was uh, that was a lady from North Korea, and mm -hmm. very very sad and sentimental uh, when you think about that. But anyway, I, I think we really need to to take pause and ponder. Uh, really, whose whose kids or whose children are they? And our children are our blood our flesh, they're our family, and they were gifts from God who trusted us. You know, the scripture is, you know, we, we should train them up in the way they should go, mm -hmm. for when they get old, they won't depart from it. And we think, I, yeah, that makes sense, but I don't think we, we often think enough about God had enough confidence in us when when he gave us these children mm -hmm. by design. Now, we know there's a lot of mistakes that, that happen with children that are born, but by design, he's giving, giving them to their parents because he knows and trusts that they can, with his help, 
raise them properly. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a bit. They're not just a gift to us, but we've got a responsibility, and yeah. we need to fulfill that responsibility that was laid upon us uh, from God from the very beginning. So I think that's uh, as we close out this particular episode. I think that's where, where we need to be thinking, uh, because after all, you can't you wait too many years down the road, and it's going to be awful hard to sort of reset and pull them back and send them in another direction. And right. you, you also need yeah. to be very involved in your children's lives. So, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, more to come uh, on the next episode, and we'll, uh, we'll sort of stay down uh, this alley. There's just so much there, and we'll, uh, we'll have a word of prayer as we close here, Ben. All right. Father in heaven, Lord, we do thank you. We ask that you forgive us, all of us who have children, that at whatever time we have maybe fallen asleep at the wheel, we have maybe not seen the things that we should have seen. But Father, we ask for your spirit to to rise uh, an awareness within us that that desire to guide and direct our children in the way, the way they should go, we ask for that to resonate within us, that our children will remain that gift that you gave and that within everything that we do and we do with them in the way we raise them will glorify you in your name. Thank you again for this opportunity and this platform. We thank you for all of our listeners we pray that they will also see their children in a new way and see the seriousness of what is running through the main vein in this country, and that's the education system. We thank you again, Father, and as always as we part, we ask and pray that every intent of our thought be pure, and we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.